Searching for a boy in high school is as useless as searching for meaning in a Polly Shore movie. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on The Change Up. My name is Will, and I'm excited to be your host today. The Change Up is a new podcast about the moments, ideas, people, media, and experiences that change our lives. Every episode, I'll talk to someone new about a topic that changed their life. Since the podcast is still getting on its feet, I'd really appreciate it if you would follow, subscribe, and even leave a good review if you can. This will help more people see the content I'm producing and help grow our community as well. Last week, I talked to my mentor Derek about growing up in a family that really values success. This week, I am so excited to be talking to someone who is both near and dear to my heart. My sister. Emmeline and I grew up together our entire childhoods, but in this conversation, we'll touch on some things I can guarantee we have never talked about. She just wrapped up high school and is joining me at the University of British Columbia this year, but even despite her young age, she's still able to give us some seriously good insights. Our conversation today is about her experience coming out, and while there's no real heavy content in this episode, I just wanted to throw that out there beforehand. Without further ado, enjoy this conversation with my best friend and sister, Emmeline. All right. Hey, Emmeline. I'm so happy you're joining me today. It's so good to see your face on here. It feels like too long. (laughs) (laughs) It is so good to be here. I'm really excited. Yeah, so thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to talk to you about this because this is such an interesting topic and I figured it was only a matter of time until somebody wanted to talk about this, but I'm really excited that it gets to be you, my sister of all people that I get to talk to this about. You know, it's one of those things where I wouldn't really call it like a moment, you know, like it wasn't like a single moment in time that I vividly remember. It was more just like a progression of the way that my thoughts worked in a sense. So, um, As, I mean, people who know me know, I also like women. (laughs) I'm bisexual. Um, But One second, I'm going to stop you right there. Of course. Why why do you choose the term bisexual, firstly? Because I've heard there's a number of different terms. Of course, yeah. I do tend, yeah, especially me, I tend to lean towards dating women. um, But I still do call myself bisexual. Um, Honestly, I hate labels. Like, if I could, I would just mm. call them, like, I, if I, like, I prefer the word gay, but, you know, okay, that implies that I really only like women, and I do still find myself attracted to men, but, um, mm. but yeah, so I just choose bisexual because it's kind of, in a sense, the most accepted term, which, like, I mean, it's kind of sad to say, but it is, <laughs> but yeah, so. But it's still interesting that you choose to identify with that one, but I'm sorry, I interrupted you before you were saying it's more of a good, uh, a change in the way you think. Yeah, so I just kind of started noticing, like, it's one, it was one of those things where, and I call it life-changing because, I mean, obviously it's a huge part of, like, a person's identity is, like, their sexuality, right? So mm-hmm. um, it was definitely pretty life-changing for me because um, as, like, a kid when I started to, like, or not a kid, but, like, a teenager, as I started to realize that, like, oh, like, this is actually what is going on, like, it definitely threw me into a ton of denial, like almost all the time I was just like it's one of those things where like you know that like saying it's like pray the gay away (laughs) like that's that's pretty much like what I did for a while it was just like no like I really don't want this to be happening but like so the change was more just like my thoughts um like really accepting how this is something that I actually can't control and you know what like it just is what it is and we're just gonna embrace it you know so that it is was so more, interesting. Yeah, it was it was more just like a change of like my acceptance towards it. And not to say that I was like homophobic or anything before, but it was it's more yeah. like it's more that kind of thing that you just like 
you know that it would cause some hard times in your life, um, like having to come out to people and all that. And you just mm-hmm. kind of like, you don't wish it upon yourself, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. I, it's interesting because we, you know, <laughs> we've known each other for 18 years since you were yes, born because we, we lived in the same house. <laughs> but, but it's interesting because I never knew you were like, so in denial of it from yourself, you know, we've talked about it before quite a bit. Like, you know, we've talked about partners and, and girls, of course. of course, and all this kind of stuff, but I never knew that you really denied it so much in yourself. Like that must've felt really upsetting to like, not want to accept part of yourself, not only because you were you yeah. know, not happy with how maybe other people react, but like, it sounded like you might not be happy with how like you would react to your own feelings. Does that make exactly. sense? Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of actually exactly what it is. It was like, my fear wasn't having to come out to other people. It was almost having to come out to myself in a way. I'm, I'm just curious. Like what were those emotions kind of like, obviously you're like anger maybe like, what yeah, you know, the best way that I can describe it is kind of like, you know when you're getting your blood pressure taken and that they, they put the thing around your arm and you just feel it pu- like pumping and tightening around your arm? Yeah. That's kind of like what I just felt like around my like heart in a sense. Like it sounds kind of cheesy to say, but like that kind of feeling of like feeling so constricted for some reason, like that's just like how it was for a little bit until I was able to like accept it. And then like all that pressure just kind of like went away. That's so good to hear that you actually like came to that acceptance do you you think there was something that like prompted that acceptance for you or did it just take time was it another person you saw who was like a role model for you I'm just curious it could be yeah I mean I mean you probably know who like my role model would be it's one of our mom's family friends um oh yeah yeah (laughs) but she's always kind of like she's just such a like powerful and like such a strong strong person and she was like she like is recently very confident with you know, like, doesn't care how people really see her. And I just loved that. That was such an inspiration for me. And like, it really made me realize that like, yeah, people actually don't care who you like, you know, (laughs) and if they do, like, don't be friends with them. Yeah, you You don't need those people in your life. Exactly. They're just not worth it. Like, if they're gonna judge you for who you love, like, no. (laughs) Interesting. So, with this role model, did you ever like have a conversation with them about it or was it just like a, you were just thinking about it and you're like, wow, this person really is an inspiration to me. Like I can be more like them. What was that? Did you have a conversation? I'm curious. Yeah. You know, one day she sent me a text and she was like, you know, I would love to take you to the San Francisco pride parade. Oh, cool. I was just like, I was just like, whoa, like I've never like even thought about going to a pride parade. Like, I don't know why I haven't, but like, it's never crossed my mind and it was just like really sweet to have her like reach out and be like I want to go with you like let's Mm -hmm. go and have this fun experience together and like all that and just like I don't know I kind of love the idea of a pride parade just to be proud of who you are you know like I think that I think that pride is kind of like now like it's it's now directed at like you know the LGBTQ community but really it's it's more just being proud of who you are right Mm mm-hmm like, it, totally. it doesn't come down to your sexuality, I think. It's more just a general, mm. like, proud of your identity and all that. Interesting. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's more now about, you know, just being proud of, like, no matter what gender identity you have, no matter what sexual orientation you have, like, it's just being proud of that, right? Yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, like, who you like. Oh, completely. I mean, coming from you, I, that makes sense for sure. Yeah, of um, course. <laughs> <laughs> um. Something else I was curious about is like, have you 
really faced a lot of backlash in like external parts of your life because we've, sorry, we've talked about like the internal aspect of like coming out to yourself yeah. and what kind of emotions that causes and what feelings that it like raises. But I'm curious, have you had many experiences of, uh, of being discriminated against or receiving any like quote unquote, like bullying because of mm-hmm, like, of course, <laughs> I know like, if you, of course. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I would say in general, I've been extremely lucky with um, just how accepting everybody around me has been. Like, I mean, you know our family, you know how accepting we all are. Like, it's been amazing. But um, I, there's definitely been a couple moments where I've really been like, wow, I can't believe you've just said this to me. <laughs> but um, Without naming any names, can you, like, give a specific example? Course, if you feel comfortable doing that, of course. Of course, yeah. So without naming any names, um, I got into this university <laughs> UBC, yeah. UBC, and I got into the engineering program so a pretty good program and um but I actually got in off the wait list I got waitlisted mm-hmm. first and then I got in and somebody I know also was waitlisted for UBC engineering and I got in and they didn't and mm. they <laughs> came up and said to me to my face you know, Emmeline, I think the only reason you got in is because you're gay and you're a woman. Whoa. Yeah, and so I just kind of stood there like, um, you know, you might have a point, but this gay girl got in and you didn't, so I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah. You so, might have a point. <laughs> you, oh might, my God. you might be right there, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that brings up a whole other interesting question of, like, what is what's, what's your stance on... Oh yes. Okay. What are, what is your stance on affirmative action and like oh. being, a, you know what I mean by affirmative action? Yeah. Okay. So for you and for, for other people <laughs> who may not know affirmative action in my mind or in my conception is the idea of like creating spaces and more like in this case, creating like slots in a university for people right. who have typically been discriminated against. So have not been right. given okay. opportunities historically in academia. So that might be people of color, um, people of a certain gender or like certain people, sorry, people of a certain gender or sexual orientation um, or a certain religion. Basically people who have been historically discriminated against and not given opportunities to succeed. So right. how do you feel about that? Because in that moment you're like, oh, you might be right. Like it was because I was a woman and gay or bisexual, but yeah, but you like, what's your, what's your opinion on that? I'm curious. Um, well, specifically to this situation, um, the way that I feel about it is like, you know, like, yes, I might have, like, they might have chosen me based off of, you know, my more diverse identity, I guess, considering engineering is mainly male dominated and mm-hmm. well, most of those men are straight. Um, I would be a like a really kind of interesting piece to kind of throw into that mix in some cases. So mm-hmm. I think that um, at times it's really important to add diversity, you know, because if engineering were like all men and, you know, there was no kind of diversity there, like you would have mm-hmm. a very interesting dynamic within the engineering like class, you know, and it just, I think it is really important to keep a mix in, but at the same time, like, you should be accepting students based off of their, you know, grades and academic achievements, and, mm-hmm. but, you know, obviously, like, in this case, it, it like, it came down to the personal profiles that we wrote, and, yeah. you know, like, maybe they liked mine better, and maybe it was because I had 
more diversity to offer than totally this friend, you know? And in that case, like when we have very similar grades and, um, you know, like you are kind of looking to add diversity, then sure. Like go for it, you know, like, Definitely. I mean, I think in the situation you're describing with like a, a field that is dominated by pretty much just straight men, yeah. you know, it's a pretty diverse field in the sense that like you get men of a bunch of different um, ethnicities, but you're right, it's mostly dominated by men, like I, a huge percentage is men. So I think that even if, you know, maybe your grades weren't as high as that friend who says, oh, you got in because you're gay and bisexual, or sorry, you're bisexual and a woman. Like, mm-hmm. I think that even if your grades weren't as high, it still makes sense to take you in certain ways because you do provide that that diversity. And diversity gives a whole bunch of advantages that, you know, intellect, you know, can't. I think that put a whole bunch of smart people in a room, great. You're going to come up with a good idea. Put a whole bunch of smart and diverse people in a room, your idea is going to be like a thousand times better. Exactly. Yeah. By adding like diversity, like physically and, you know, all of this, like you are adding a, like a, a diverse range of creativity, mm-hmm. you know? So, but that also just comes with adding people. You know? No, fair enough. I mean, th- our university is pretty diverse already, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Hey again, it's me, your good friend, Will. If you're enjoying my conversation with Emmeline, please make sure that everyone you know, including your professors, are subscribed to or following The Changeup. On Instagram, the handle is all one word, The Changeup Podcast. Also, leave a good review on Apple Podcasts if you can. It would be much appreciated. Now, back to The Changeup. So I was wondering a little bit about what you learned from this whole experience of coming out to yourself, coming out to your friends, coming out to your family all that kind of stuff. Like what was your big takeaway from that? Do you think from this kind of like life-changing realization or life-changing like switch in thought process? What did you take away from that? Right. So um, probably the biggest thing that I've taken away is that, um, you know, those gut feelings that you get when you're in a situation and something doesn't feel right about the situation. And this gut feeling kind of like burns in like the pit of your stomach. And like, you know, deep down, that it's right but you're like kind of like hoping that it's not you know like maybe you're with a partner and they do something kind of off and like you have this gut feeling that it's wrong but like you're like oh, I'm just gonna you know not do anything about it like those gut feelings you need to act on them like mm. in my in my experience like they're almost always right like they're there for a reason and whether they're not like 100% right think about why you're having them and like what could have caused it and like what you need to change because you're having this feeling, you know, cause you're having it for a reason. Right. So in, in my case, like I would have this, like, like, as I was saying earlier, like the, like the kind of like tight feeling on like my heart and like, like this, like this kind of like burning, like in my gut, just like that something was like, I wasn't being true to myself. Mm. Like you just have to listen to those feelings. Like, like those physical feelings that you feel in your body, like when you're stressed, that like your forehead gets hot or like when, when you're, when you're nervous and your stomach gets nauseous, you know, like those, those physical feelings that you get from emotions, like listen to them, you know, like totally try and track back why you're feeling this and how you can fix it, you know? And, and don't just be like, Oh, this gut feeling it's wrong, you know, because you're having it for a reason interesting so how would you encourage other people to like pursue this gut feeling because like you said it can be really hard to sometimes because it can raise some really complex and like 
for some people, upsetting emotions and realizations. So like, how would you encourage other people to investigate, examine, um, you know, bring to light their gut feelings kind of, and, and go with them? Hmm, that's a really good question. Yeah, take your time. Yeah, I might need to think for a minute. Yeah, of course, no worries. I, to rephrase it, I guess, too, like, how would you, somebody else who is feeling like maybe they're unsure about their sexual identity mm-hmm. and they want to, like, are feeling that like they want to come out, but they're not sure, they are like, oh, I might be gay or bisexual or somewhere else on the spectrum. Right. spectrum but like the you know I might I might be queer something along the lines of that like what right okay what advice so what would I, you give to them what I would the advice that I would give to them is mainly I mean like as I had to do in my case like honestly just take your time and then come to grips with it like within yourself you know like um yes it's really scary sometimes to come out to other people but honestly the hardest thing is coming out to yourself and so mm. So start to anybody, with yourself. Exactly. So to anybody who's like confused about, you know, like, oh, I don't feel like, like I'm 100% straight. And like, you know, like that causes a lot of stress in your life. Like it's something that you will think about probably like all the time, you know, like it's always going to be a thought in the back of your head that like, I just don't know if it, like I'm straight and like, and society these days kind of pushes labels on you, you know, like if, if hmm. you're not straight, everybody's like, okay, well, what are you? It's like, okay, well, I don't know, like, you know, like, and, and don't be afraid, I guess, to take the time to figure it out. And, and also just don't feel like you need to choose a label, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like if somebody asks you, just be like, yeah, I'm not straight, you know? And, and if they <laughs> ask more, just be like, you know, I just don't know, you know, cause it's okay <laughs> not to know. And yeah. I don't know what I am, but I know I'm what I'm not, and I'm not straight. Exactly, yeah, and honestly, like, that should be as good of an answer as saying that you're gay or queer or bi or pan or whatever, you know, like, it, yeah. it's all kind of, you know, like, the way I see it is, like, sexuality is a huge spectrum, right, and okay. a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people don't really agree with this, but um, it's definitely something that I believe is, like, it's like, it's like a scale almost, right, and, like, you kind of slide back and forth, right? Um, so, especially like, that's why I would call myself bisexual is because most of the time I am on like the women's side of this scale, right? But then other times it's like I'm I'm sliding around and I, I find men attractive and like, so it, it like, not to say that it changes all the time because I know that I'm consistently like, you know, sliding back and forth. But like, mm-hmm. It's also just like one of those things where like, this sounds kind of crazy, but it's one of those things where it's like some months, some months I'm gayer than others, you know, like <laughs> if it's, that makes any it's sense. It's that time of the year. It's, it's that, that time, time of the year. year. <laughs> you know, it's January to like June, so I'm pretty gay, but <laughs> no. It's the gay months. It is the oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, but I but... think from that, from that you can take away though, no matter whether you agree with the, the whole spectrum thing, because I think I disagree with like being on a spectrum because of I think course, that yeah. I think that you know you don't just like men or women. There are other genders in between and outside of, of that completely. And so like I think that putting it on a spectrum is difficult. But I think you bring up sure. an interesting point about like it being dynamic and like yeah. you for a period of time might be like oh I'm 100 percent gay or oh I'm just bisexual. Or, oh, I'm just straight. And, like, that can change. And, like, 
you don't have to take a label on at all or if you decide to you don't have to take it on permanently right for sure exactly yeah so i mean that kind of goes back to like the advice that i would give somebody who's you know trying to figure things out is just like accept that you know even when you have it figured out like it changes sometimes you know like you grow as a person and sometimes your sexuality changes with that you know like when when i was five years old and you know all the other girls were talking about you know oh my gosh this boy held my hand it's like cool like i want a boy to hold my hand you know like so it, it's like when you're when you're five you're not you're not even thinking about that possibility do you know what i mean so like at different times in your life you have different opportunities if that makes sense and your sexuality kind of goes with that but yeah I just think it's really important to remember that like you know you don't need to define who you are you know like it it takes time to figure it out and don't let people pressure you into telling into like telling you like you need to you need to like what are you like you have, you have to figure it out and like and it is okay not to know like, it is okay to literally be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not straight. And that's all I know for right now. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And the first step is that, like, when you have any idea of what it is, like, just get yourself to a place that you can accept it because it makes it 10 times easier to tell other people when you've already told yourself. That's great. Yeah. That's really awesome advice, I think. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with me today. This was conversation was a hundred times better than I thought it would be even. And I was already having a great conversation <laughs> with you. So thank you for coming on. I mean, I really can't say even like how much I, I'm so surprised by how much I actually learned about you during this conversation. Because <laughs> after 18 years, you really think you would know somebody, but I know. About it. it's funny. Yeah. Even with my, in my first conversation with, uh, with Justin, I was like, wow, I'm learning new stuff about you even now. And like, now I'm learning new stuff about my sister. Like I think yeah. that. <laughs> Even on the second episode, I'm starting to realize, like, even these people we think we know so much, if we just give them an opportunity to speak their mind a little bit and give them a chance to talk about something that, you know, is, like, personal and important to them, we can learn a lot more about people than we thought we knew. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you it. so much for having me. It was a real blast. Now, I'd like to thank you, the listener. I'm so glad that you were here to enjoy what I'm creating. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave a stellar review and make sure you, your friends, and your pet fish are all following the Change Up podcast. The intro, outro, and interlude of this episode have all been recorded with a new microphone, and future episodes will also be recorded with this new mic. I hope you are all enjoying the better sound quality. I know I certainly am. If you would like to appear on a future episode of the Change Up, you can reach out to me at will.oxtoby at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on the Change Up Instagram page, which is all one word, at the Change Up Podcast. Once again, a huge thank you to Cole, our sous chef, for providing all the music for the podcast. You can find him on SoundCloud to hear his complete discography. Thanks for listening today. May we get what we want, but never what we deserve.